Hello, and welcome to Fulham Focus. My name is Don Love, and I'll be your host for this frustrating and disappointing night as Darby had just beaten Fulham 1-0 in the first leg of the championship semifinal. Before we talk about the match and how everything went, I want to introduce my co-host for the night. Please welcome John Shorb. Hi there. And I want to welcome Matt Dom. Hi, Dom. Gentlemen, I know you've got to be as frustrated and disappointed as I am with how this first game went. So right away, because I don't want this to be a super long podcast for everybody to listen to, because I know they're going to be frustrated tomorrow as well. I want to talk about the, the starting lineup right off the bat. And I want to get your guys' thoughts on why we chose I8 to play right out of the gate. So, John, what, what do you think? Would, would you have started him or would you have done somebody different? I wasn't too dissatisfied with, with Aite starting, to be honest. Um, he's been out injured, and before that, he was pretty much you know on the team sheet week in, week out for, for quite a period. It was a, it's the one position we do change a bit, but often due to injury to him, to be honest. He, is, he does seem to offer more defensively than some others. I think that's quite, for an attacking team, just that extra bit of cover does help. I mean, putting someone who's just come back from an injury into such a big game is a bit of a risk. but. The other option is Kamara, who's been who's been playing well when coming on recently. He's changed changed uh, the Sunderland game for us, and then did well again oh, in another game that escapes me. But uh, he, I think he's a bit naive and can be misconstrued as a bit of a hothead. I don't think he is. I think he's just other teams with a bit more experience can kind of rile him up. So in a game of that magnitude, in a hostile atmosphere, it it could have worked. It, it would have been a bigger gamble, in my opinion. Um, you know, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was quite happy with IET kind of kind of so feels you would have started you would have started AK maybe no I would instead of you would have stuck with the way it was but you would have I been think, okay if AK came on yeah well either or I mean just just talking about the starting lineup I think you know it's nil nil we're away in a hostile environment you know you don't want to go two three down quickly so having some I mean I don't know how much more defensive IET is than any other players but definitely more so than um than um, AK. I think for me, it was either Aite or, or AK. And um, I wasn't unhappy with, with Aite. I mean, with Mitro, who's a reputation of being a bit of a hothead, Johansson seems to like to do that. Fred in the past has. And then if you put someone on like Kamara, I'll just worry maybe four players who have a tendency to possibly lose it in a hostile atmosphere away from home might not be in the best thing to do. And, you know, okay. start off steady wouldn't have been the worst thing. Sure. Matt, what do you think? Would you have done the same thing? Would you have stuck with Floyd? In the lineup, or would you have done something different? It's kind of a tricky one, you know. It's that it's that position that we've got no obvious um, starter on the right wing. Um, they've all got some strengths. They've all got weaknesses as well. I I get a bit frustrated by Piazon because you know we we sort of tend to be a bit narrow. You know, we don't have that getting behind enough with him in the lineup. But I, by the end of the game, you know, I'm thinking. Maybe that's what we should have started with. You know, we we weren't close enough to Mitrovic. Ite, you know, he he tried, but he was getting crowded out. Um, maybe just someone with a little bit more skill like Piazza would have would have done it. Ak it would have been a big risk for me. He's he hasn't started on the right wing before. He 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 came on. He's played well there in a couple of games. You know, but it would have been a huge risk to to go and change it completely. So I probably would have done what Slav did. Ite, uh, it didn't work out. Um, but I would 
I prefer him over Piazza, so that's what I've gone with. I wasn't too unhappy to see him there, like John. Okay. For me, I'm a little bit different. I, I actually like Piazon, and I what I like when he came on, the first thing he did was some of his movement off the ball. And one really important movement that he did, he was off on the right-hand side. He got the ball, pushed it right back real quick. And when he did, he then made a run down the line, you know, towards the touchline. When he did that, he took one of their defensive players with them and opened up space and time. And that's when, when we had one of our better shots on goal, Tom actually got a shot off because he had time and space. And it was all because Pezon made that run. Now, a lot of people don't like him. Uh, they think he holds the ball too much. What I really like about him is he has quick feet. And he shows a little bit more energy to me than a lot of the other players, especially tonight, did. So when he gets in the box and he does his quick little one-two flicks with like Metro or the different guys, I like that. All right. I want to move on real quick. And we're going to talk about how we played as a team. And I'm going to give you my thoughts. And then I want to hear what you guys think. To start off with, I really think we played way too narrow in this game. Everything was cut to the inside. We did not do as much overlapping with like Taggart or with with Fred. I, I just think everything was cut to the inside. W would you agree, John, or do you think you saw something different? Um, I think, yeah, I, w I would agree. I mean, just the whole pitch felt quite small and congested, really. Even, well, we didn't really isolate players ever. I've had a bit of a criticism with the, for relying too much on the wide players, actually, over, over the last couple of months. And I found that, you know, it was just the middle players just passing it from one side of the pitch to the other and then hoping that the wing or the wing back could could beat a man and make something happen. But it seems in recent weeks we've kind of gone the other way. And, I mean, Derby were, I say back to the wall, but they just they just crowded us out, really. They kind of defended where it mattered in the last third and we didn't have much space at all. Nothing really came off. Even when we got wingers on players in the edge, I mean, Aite did a bit of, you know, going past a few players. He, he beats a player and then he's instantly up against another one and then he's, he's crowded out. So they defended well. I think a variation of the two is what we need to do. If we just do one, it's, um, it's not enough. But a, a massive part of our game has been getting to the byline, really like wing-backs overlapping. And I didn't see much of that today. Fred maybe, but, but Target really wasn't, I don't know, not with intent anyway. I didn't see a lot of the overlapping. And, and to me, that really kills us because... In the past, that has been what we have done. We, we've spread the team more. We've spread their defense more. And we are able to get more crosses off into the box, you know, for Metro and Session and different ones to work at, you know. So for me, I felt we got way too narrow and we just didn't play it down the line enough. Now, the one thing you did talk about was how they boxed us out, okay? How Darby boxed us out. And to me... The reason they could do that is because we played so narrow and down the middle. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I've, I've taken a look at the stats. And um, you, if, if you hadn't watched the game, you look at this saying, Fulham, we've got 74% of the ball. Uh, we've had 13 shots to three, two shots on target to one. You know, you're looking at that, eight corners to two. That looks like, you know, they've a smash and grab for them. But in reality you can't really say that you know they didn't they didn't deserve that and it was because as you say every time we went forward 
they had a wall of five. They had their wing backs, one on the left flank, one on the right flank, the three centre backs in the middle, all in a line, following you know Curtis Davis's lead, and we could not get behind them. I guess the answer would have been I, mean, I was saying on our group chat at half time you know I think we need we need to get closer to Mitrovic we need we need movement we need to oh, I agree force them out of the shape that that shape and the way we play it, it's you know a recipe for disaster for us and it, it's proved once again you know we could not get past that wall and not only that five they then had four in midfield with Jerome up front you know if you want a you know a masterclass of how to stop a team who can play football playing football, watch that tonight. I, I can't agree more with you. It's almost like we were playing a four three three. I I didn't really look up what our formation was, but to me, it looked like we were playing a lot of four three three, with Sassion out wide on the one side, I ate out on the other side wide, and not close enough to where they could do quick little passes that in the past have led Metro to getting quick shots off. Okay. So for me, I personally wouldn't have mind us playing like a simple four, four, two kind of formation. And we put AK in there to help play off a of Metro. Cause he's another strong player who can play like a striker can receive the ball with his back to goal, which is what I think Metro does extremely well. And hold up everybody so that we can bring more people into the attack. Okay. So I agree. I'd rather, I don't care if it's Session. I don't care if it's I eight or Piazon. One of them has got to be closer to me and play off more with Metro. Okay. Having him up there by himself, hoping he can hold the ball up, which he does. I don't think it always works. Okay. Now I want people to understand. I love that we did 23 games in a row without being uh, beaten. Okay. That's a phenomenal that right there that we can be proud of as a club but when you look at how we play and we got caught with our pants down because of the way we play tonight we like to play a slower paced game okay this is just my opinion but i think we play too slow especially in the build-up i'm not knocking it we it's obviously worked in 23 games but we need to pick up the pace i don't feel like we showed enough urgency tonight would you agree matt yeah, I mean, on the one hand, yes, we, we should have turned it up a bit. Um, on the other hand, we 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 could have, you know, really gone for it, committed everyone forward and then got done 2-0. And I think if it's 2-0, that's a long, long way back. As it stands, the way the game went, you know, I think you have to take a one-goal deficit and, you know, confidently we can turn it around. But... Um, in terms of our, our attacking pay speed, I mean, yeah, we play too slow. When we're not clicking, that's how it looks, you know. And when we can't get in behind, when we can't use the space that teams sometimes leave us, Derby didn't, we can't use that space, then we've got nowhere to go. And we need to very, very quickly figure out how to play against that sort of tactic for Monday night. So the other thing I noticed is Derby was very well organized they did not mind sitting back and waiting and allowing us to sit and hold that possession but the problem is we've got that possession and we're not doing anything positive with it in my mind going forward what i mean by that is i don't see us testing the goalie enough we're not taking shots from outside the box it's like we've got to dribble the dang thing within six feet before we take a shot the other thing i, I really get frustrated with is 
we're not putting enough through balls for Session or Metro to run onto and play off of. I feel like, you know, if it's not perfect little passing that all of a sudden a space opens up and we take a shot, that we don't do anything. We don't shoot. Don't would you agree there, John? I mean, do you feel like we shoot enough? And I know they said five shots to one in the first half, okay? I struggled to remember the five shots. I couldn't remember them. Yeah, um, I mean, I agree. I agree to a point. Um, I definitely agree with the pace, actually. Um, the, the way that we attack. I mean, it's all well and good when they're set up and they're in their defensive form, formation, trying to move them about, trying to move them about, kind of wear them out if that, if that works, and then find an opening. But in the opportunities where we had a counter-attack, we'd have a guy bursting forward. And then rather than taking a pass, a through ball that could work, could not, but is worth the worth the bloody risk, in my opinion. We we stop, slow down, pass it back. They're back in their formation. Then we're struggling to unlock the door. We don't have the key for it. again. When so, what if we lose the ball every now and again, and we get sixty percent possession, but have more shots on goal? You know, I mean that really. I mean, I'm going to hijack slightly and make a few points that I no- noticed um, myself. I thought a lot of more prevalent in the second half, but a lot of well, actually, no, first half, they, they stood off us in the midfield and there was our player with 10-yard space in every direction around him in the midfield, mainly Kearney, Johansson, um, K-Mac. And they just stood there, didn't take a step forward, didn't engage one of their players and then passed it sideways. I mean, passing the ball sideways is all well and good is if you've attracted a defender to you and then you've moved the ball and they're back to reshuffle the defence. Just passing it when they're stood still, I mean... That is completely pointless. I think I in the first half, Reem just made a run straight through the middle. No one came to yeah. him. He burst through. And I was like, why isn't K-Mac, Why isn't Kearney doing that? Well, your hands, maybe less so K-Mac, but Kearney and Johansson, why aren't they doing that? Attracting players to them, making everyone shuffle about. That really got me. And then the shot, I mean, yeah, the shooting is good. Look, if Derby made their pitch look small, in the final third, which I think is a bigger pitch that I've not measured it, but I think it's a bigger pitch than, than the cottage. Then we might have something to worry about back home, to be honest, because, you know, although it's our, our ground, it's going to be smaller. And we didn't have that many chances to shoot. I mean, Sess had a couple on his right foot, whether that was just how the ball fell or whether it's they're smart enough to know that that's his weaker foot. Kearney had a couple of shots on his left, one which is a bit agonising, but yeah. And then when you're running at a person from deep and you've got a 10-yard start on them, you've got momentum. One touch takes it past them. When you're standing statically trying to beat a player, you know, it was it was too easy for them. And then another player comes and helps out and we just got crowded out. That that really, and that's the kind of, it's difficult when they're in their banks to actually break them down. And it's not easy. Um, and you're saying get people closer to Mitro, but then you're also saying we play too narrow. So yeah. You know, we need an extra player really to, to to make that work. But I do think that when we've got them not in their back, in their formation, we we need to pounce. We need to take chances. You know, um, in actual fact, at those points, we've got more players in our defensive half. If we do lose the ball, to cover it, it seemed that Reem and Adoy were the ones taking all the risks and the risks and that the, the midfielders should be taking and the midfielders have got defenders behind them, you know, so they should make, the defenders shouldn't take those risks. I mean, brilliant if it comes off, but, you know, it seems, I think it must have been frustrating for the back two there, thinking, come on, if I can do it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, I suppose it's not a rant, but yeah, I, I think I've run out of, um, lost my boy a bit there, but I've made a point or two. You've, you've made several good points, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to attack, not attack, but I'm going to key off of some of those, okay? Number one, when I say uh, I want them to kind of play like a 4-4-2, I'm not looking to play narrow. I'm looking to have the 
outside wings and the wingbacks tur- turn, you know, Fred and tar- Target tag it into more of a wingback so that we're getting up more and getting the crosses in. Okay. I didn't see that a lot. I saw Fred up there, but when he received the ball, he either turned inside or it was quick passes off. You know, he didn't do any of his real trademark, beat that player down the line and try and get a ball off that either ends up, you know, as a cross that somebody can work off or at least maybe get in a corner. Okay. So that was frustrating to me. And that's how I'd, I'd like to see the width used a little more. The other thing I, you were I, talking about. I I hear that, and I, what you're saying is true. I mean, I can't see us playing a four four two off the play. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but I think it's too late, possibly in the season, if we've not been practicing it, and maybe we should have been practicing it. Also, it's a, I mean, if we did that and then got beat and looked awful, then it would. You know, it doesn't have to be a four four two. I would just like to see somebody, okay, who yeah, you know, whether it's Tom or somebody who plays a little bit more down that middle or a little bit closer. To where it's quicker, little balls off. Okay, when we play, maybe, four, maybe we need to maybe we need to get Johansson or Kearney near it, near a um, near a. I'd be fine with that. You know, I mean, it's just, I, complete, I completely hear your point. I mean, one thing about I thought we got. I just noticed every time we crossed the ball, they had so many players in their box that you know the cross had to basically beat three players before it got to the bloke it, it was kind of intended for, and and the odds are that's not going to happen. And the odds are it didn't. So on the on the times we did i mean it was you know it was like threading um to the eye of a needle basically um and we don't tend to ping them across we tend to play it along the ground when we put crosses in and there's so many legs in their box it was it was um you know yeah it was difficult but like, I'm, all these ideas are, i'm not saying what you're saying is wrong i'm just pretty much oh yeah yeah no it. we're fine so matt i want to go back to something you said that john kind of picked up on and, and was running with you know we were talking about how a lot of the balls are being passed kind of sideways, okay? Or, or they're played backwards. And in the last podcast that I was involved with, I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but the way Fulham play is what I call play the way you face, okay? So if you're looking towards the opposition's goal and you pass the ball forward, and let's say Tom has got his back to the goal, Tom doesn't like to, and he's not the only one, it's a lot of the players, McDonald's in there, you know, Johansson kind of does a couple of times, but not very often. They don't like receive the ball and dip their shoulder and try and take that player on 1v1. Instead, they play the quick ball back again, looking for somebody to play it further up the pitch. So they play the way they face. The problem with that is if you're not zipping that ball, I mean, really going boom, boom, boom with pace, it's very slow and methodical. And yeah, it leads to a lot of possession, but going to what John was just saying, it's not leading into a lot of shots on goal. I'd like to see some of these players, and I know they probably they they could do it. You know, they're they're professionals. They should be able to just turn and take a player on, take the chance. Okay, if you lose the ball, so what? You, do you think I'm crazy, Matt, or would you agree? No, I think it's a good point. Uh, as you say, you know, the, the sideways pass. We're, we're moving them side to side. Some t- when we're good. It's when we're, you know, we're moving teams around, we're finding space, and then as the game goes on, they're tiring from chasing us. We're 74% of the ball. The other team are meant to be tired. You know, they we played into Derby's hands. You know, they, if you, if Gary Rower had, you know, said to Slavisa, here's a script, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to line up with a block of players. You're going to pass it around in front of them. We're going to watch you all game. 
you know, we've, yeah. we've, we've read that script and we've, we've played it to a T. Exactly, yep. And so maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe what we need is players who can beat a man. You know, I would, I would drop Cessnion at this point. He's not, he's not the sort of winger who's going to beat a man, get behind, gun for the line and cross it in, you know. We, we need, I, I'd be tempted to play Cabana at this point. What, what I think we need, if you notice, every time Mitrovic got the ball, he was back to goal. He had Curtis Davis right behind him winning the ball. If we had someone, perhaps like Cabano, who takes a touch, flicks it round, and wins a free kick, if we get a few free kicks, if we get, they get a few yellow cards, maybe that's going to make a difference. Maybe we can start running at them and start getting them scared because what we did today didn't work. I, I have no problem with that. I, I, I agree. Now, I do like... I do like that Mitchell can play with his back to goal. But again, even in this game, I didn't see him turn and try and take like that one quick touch shot on goal, testing the keeper. It was always passed back, whether it was Johansson, Tom, whoever. It was received, try and hold it up, maybe a quick pass back and bring people in. So There was no one near him. And, and that's the problem. It's a, when he passes back, it's a deep pass back. Or he's well, got to chase I, it down. I tell you, I have to say, I, I'm not. I think Curtis David had an absolute blinder, and yep. he he was immense. And you know, not no, he I wouldn't say he bullied Mitro, but as close to it as as you know, Mitro's bullied defenders all season. And Davis was brilliant. And I obviously with the sky, you know, the screen goes everywhere, so I don't know what's going. Um, other brands are available. Um, I don't know exactly what's <laughs> going on, but um. I mean, was surely Mitro must have been like, well, hang on, this guy's this guy's beating me. So I'm I'm guessing Curtis Davis must have been man marking him. Otherwise, he should have just peeled off to Keo or someone else. You know, um, I think Mitro was definitely trying to do what what you you're suggesting, and he did it on a few times. But Curtis was right there, and and a lot of those balls that went back, I don't even know if it was off Mitro's foot or Davis's. To be honest, it, that was an outstanding performance, and and you need to hope he can't do that again. To be honest, well, it it wasn't just him that was really good in the defense for, for Darby. It, it was the outside back that was covering Session. He had him in his pocket the whole game. He, he knew exactly what he wanted to do and how he was going to contain Session. And so this is where I go back. I like what Matt was saying. Maybe he needed to be benched in the next game because everybody knows his game now. And we've got to try something different, you know, down that side, whether it's Cabano or somebody who is going to try the quick little flicks, you know, or, or, try and you know work it around and beat a player 1v1 so i'll definitely not be against that i, I don't think that's i mean i've i've bleated on on this podcast before saying that Cess needs to beat him man, and you know he's great when the ball's passed in front of him and he's running onto it but um and this game he didn't have that opportunity and Cess is pretty one-dimensional what he does is he scores goals and he finishes but i wouldn't mind him trying a bit more and failing at the moment, I think he's playing oh, absolutely. A bit too safe, and and you know I'm not going to give him stick for. I've seen him earlier on step over, you know, try it, you know, because if if no one's brave enough to try, then we're stuck like we were today, basically. Okay, I want to talk real quick, Matt. I want to hear your thoughts on this. When it came into the second half, okay, we had about five minutes of play time. It was around the 53rd minute where we finally started getting some shots off. They were very unlucky that it didn't amount to a goal. And the first one would be, you know, McDonald, ever so unlucky. You know, it was a great ball. I think he had the keeper beat the whole way. 
to hit the bar. But again, though, we didn't have a lot of people out there like we had Ceci on that last time this happened who chased it back down and put a ball back in. You know, the other one was, and I thought this was very unlucky, was Aite uh, was very unlucky not to put the ball in the box when he received that great, great pass from Johansson. You know, he tried the quick one-touch finish, and he was just leaning, I think, way too far back, and it went over the bar. I'd like to see more of that. Matt, what, what did you think about the shots? Were, were they unlucky, or do you think, uh, you know, we're, we're just not good enough, we're not hitting the, 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 the target? We had a lot more shots than they did, but you know, barring that Aite chance, that that was the only one you could really call a chance. I think uh, the McDonald one was a shot that came about because they stepped off him a bit, uh, as they were doing to keep their shape. Um, and you know, it's got to be a great shot to score from there. And if, if you're Derby sitting back, you know, trying to defend. You're you're okay with long shots coming in. Uh, the Aito one was interesting because that sort of angled ball over the top onto a run. That might be where the key to unlock them. You know, it was a tricky chance for Aito, but I still think he should have scored. Uh, he sort of. But Matt, my have, one I'm problem. Yeah, go my, on, yeah. my, my one problem, Matt, is real quick. Is yeah, we had 13 shots, but they're not on target, and that right. I think is the biggest thing. 13 shots with only two on target. Yeah, and that's where the, where we were shooting from. You know, Aita had a shot from some ridiculous angle, 40 yards from goal. Um, I think the only other one was on, on target was from Kearney, which was a, a decent stop from Carson, but um, you're expecting him to, to make that save. You, we need to create more chances, not just have shots. We need to create more good chances. Oh, I agree. Um, and, you know, it's, it's as simple as that, really. We weren't. Likely, I mean, it needed a wonder goal for us to score today. You know, Kenny came close again uh, with a curling shot that just went wide. But if we're relying on that to get us back into the game, then we're going wrong. We need, nope. we need that's more, one thing more we don't see enough of. That's one thing we don't see enough of, and that's Tom taking more shots on, on target like we did last year. I don't know what the difference is this year. Between the pitch. Last. You, you think so? He's just too yeah. high up the pitch. We need, we need him. On those balls that that closer in playing the number ten, you know, yeah, I think so. We, uh, you think back to the game where you know he scored that blinder against Leeds. He was there. He was in the mix. He was in the thick of it. You know, just look at um, uh, Lawrence today. Their number ten. Which, which one of the uh, which one of the number tens had a better game? It's Lawrence, wasn't it? He was everywhere. Yep. We need that and, from Tom. And so that leads into how Darby set up and played okay because as you said i think they just sat back they read you know the playbook for for fulham and said not a problem they want to pass all day we'll let them do it in the back we're going to sit back play like a five four one it almost seemed at like at times and we're going to look for either that breakaway or we're going to look for the ball over the top or a lot of times they did this and it worked rather well they were out on the outsides. They did a quick drop ball. The ball got launched forward and sent the players down the, the width of the pitch, which allowed for the crosses to come in. And it was one of those crosses, this drives me nuts, that it went to the goal. And what drives me nuts is we sat back and we didn't put instant pressure on the guy putting the cross in the box. So what I mean by that, this happened a couple of games ago. 
there was a goal scored against us the same way. And if you notice, Kevin McDonald, he just kind of half came out. He didn't put the instant pressure on, and that allowed the ball to go into the box. Well, the same thing happened today. We sat back. The ball gets out wide. The cross comes in. Jerome scores the goal. John, am I wrong? Do, do you feel like we just sat back and we, we should have been putting more pressure on? Or do, do you think, yeah. you know, there's nothing we could have done? There's always something you could. I, I was amazed when I saw the ball fall to the player, just how much space he was in. To be honest, I think the guy in my from the camera angle, the camera was behind him basically. And Fred was kind of looking at him. It could well have been K Mac, I think, in the build up. Um, just, just look at us defensively and Derby defensively. We, we were we were drawing at the time, and you know, there's four at the back, not in the nicest line, so 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 narrow, which is why no one was anywhere near the ball coming in. And then look at look at the difference here when we're trying to put crosses in. You know, it's like it needs to be the per. I mean, it was an incredible ball actually. And um, you know, they picked the play. Like target isn't um, awful in the air, but you know, Jerome is bigger, stronger, and uh, you know, was you would fancy him to win that. But yeah, I, the fact you know the way Fulham play frustrates me to an extent where we just look so open defensively and, and that isn't the only time. There's a last ditch defending from us today oh, and we had 75% possession of the ball and they looked a lot more at ease when we've got every player in their half kind of trying to batter them, you know? So, yeah. But like you say, that leads into too many times we look nervy in the back, okay? For example... Ball gets passed back around. We're trying to recollect ourselves. They put instant pressure on us. Bedoy has a bad pass back that Betts has to scramble, and he kind of slips, you know, and that ends up being a corner kick for, for them, if I'm not mistaken. The I other mean, time... To, oh, sorry, carry on. No, that's fine. The other time, though, that really made me a little nervous, I give credit to Betts. He did a good job. He came out to play the sweeper-stopper, and he, you know, the ball's coming out of the air. He got a good foot on it. If he had missed that or if it had been a bounce, Jerome or whoever would have been off to the races and we could have been beaten again for a second one. So I will say there are a lot of times, Matt, maybe you disagree with me, but I think there's a lot of times where we get caught because we've pushed up and it becomes very nervy in the back because we're trying to play the ball back out of the back rather than just putting it down the field somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm surprised to be honest that it, it was didn't end 2-0 because as it was going on, you know, in the second half we saw a lot of the ball it was all in their half. That four five that five four one turned into a five five, didn't it? And they had no one within twenty five yards of our half. But they had two really good chances, three maybe, towards the end. So they could have could have scored on, on the break. And that that looked like it was for all the world what was going to happen. Um so, you know, that's what I mean when I say earlier. I think we've, even though they, they didn't create much, really, I think we got away with one because if they'd have put one of those away at the end, I can't see a way back. Yep. Um, uh, can, I, can I mention short corners, our corners, oh what are they Lord. all about? I mean, this, oh this really wound me up. Uh, why? Why do we keep doing that? Has, has anyone got a good reason? Okay. Can I can I jump in on that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go I, ahead. Absolutely. In the, half, in the second half, right, we were behind, going for it, right. So all of our players are in their half, pretty much. We had three in the box, and they had eight around us. I mean, why are we why are we taking the three in the? I mean, we're obviously not going to put it in the box because we've only got three in there. But 
like you're going to trying to score a goal. That that three three against eight that just beggars belief. And then we parted. That's all I've got. But I just I was kind of <laughs> counting it and just scratching my head, thinking like I just thought out of interest. What is what are the numbers? And you know, it felt like th- three in the first eight almost all game. To be honest, um, even when we had them back to the wall. But yeah, I mean, it's very frustrating. I'm kind of going around in circles. But yeah, that that. Here's my take on this. I don't have a problem with short corners, okay? I really don't. But you can't do them over and over and over, okay? You need to change things up. We've got some big guys, okay? We've got McDonald. We've got AK. We've got uh, Johansson, you know? We've got plenty of guys, even Metro up there, who could get ahead on the ball. Let's try. Put the ball in the damn box and let's try. I think something Fulham are incredibly guilty of, and actually I'm going to go back to the point and carry on this one, is that um, we just, and it's probably a, a big part of our strength is we do the same thing all the time, every time, you know, and, and that means that you can get kind of, you know, you, you get in the groove, you do it so often, you do it without thinking, but there needs to be some variation. If they always know the ball isn't going in the box in a the corner, then, you know, they, 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 they're expecting what's coming. You don't want teams to be able to expect exactly what's happening. Also, with the, with the defenders, the defenders seem the need to take a cute touch and do something special. No, lump it in the stands if you if, it, if it's a danger. You know, you haven't always got to do a Cruyff turn and beat the man. I mean, they defended as a unit today. I feel that we defend. We need one More off brilliant man v man. You know, we need one yeah. individual to make an extent. Whereas they had each other's backs. They covered for each other and. We come a cropper sometimes, and like you haven't got to do the same thing every time. We were complaining about you know always passing out um, the keeper, playing out a pass to the spread centre backs or pinging it to the, and we started putting the ball down. And the variation improved us when Mitro came came in, I think. But vary the corners, vary, you know. Kearney scored a blinder, didn't he, last season? I mean, look, we can't do that every week, and it's probably quite easy to defend against. But we haven't tried that this season. Things of that ilk. It's it's so predictable. It's got to be easy to plan against, surely. I'm playing a team twice more. in four days. They, you know, I can't I see their plans changing in the slightest. And I know there are a lot of people out there that are like me who are, you know, banging their head against the wall going, why? Why can't we put these in the box every now and then? Why do we constantly got to play the short corners? Okay. I want to move on, and I want to talk about the subs real quick, okay? I didn't mind in the 75th minute, you know, bringing on two subs to change the game. I personally, and I think you know Matt would probably agree, I would have done one a little bit sooner to hopefully bring some energy into the game, maybe like even the 60th to 70th minute at least, bring some energy in the game, okay? My first sub would have probably been bring I-8 off. I don't know that I would have brought both him and Session off at the same time. I think that changed the dynamics of the game a little too much. I would have done one or the other. Would you have done them both at the same time, Matt? I mean, I think both needed to come off, to be honest. Um, they, they weren't getting any joy. Um, whether they're both at the same time, I think it needs to be earlier. 15 minutes to impact a game isn't a lot of time, is it? No. Um, and so I, I guess Slav's got one eye on the fact that it's only half time in the tie. We, we don't need to go for it. I, I mentioned this earlier. But if we have gone for it and equalised, what a you know what a sting that's going to be! What a huge boost that would be to the second second leg on Monday. Um, I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think Cabano on for Cessna was the right the right call. 
Um, I would just wanted to see him have more time to, to make an impact, to be honest. Piazza on free, you say, yep, sure. I mean, <laughs> I can't get excited about either of them, personally. Um, and then what was it? That late on in the game, Norwood came on for Johansson. Probably I didn't because get Johansson got booked. <sighs> All I can think of is he was on a yellow. You know, he's, he's got a short right. fuse. Right. And he can get himself sent off, and he's an important player for us. Um, we need him on Monday. None of them really changed the game for me. I don't think they made any difference at all. I don't know about you, John, but I wouldn't have mind. You bring Aete off, and we bring AK on. He brings a lot of energy, and I think he needs to get more minutes. So if we'd have done that, let's say, in the 60, 65th minute, bring him on, let him use his energy, and he plays a different style of ball. You know, he, he actually likes to be strong and, and, and bring other people into play. Why not yeah. bring him on? It worked, right? Yeah, it, he, he's changed the game twice to us recently. And bizarrely enough, I was at the game where Cabano comes on then gets dragged off within the half, I think. Um, and he falls out of favour. And then AK comes on, does really well. People are saying he should have started today. Um, and his directness could well have been something in his physicality, you know, could have been someone else who could have won a header or just, you know, yeah, you say get, get close to, um, to Mitro. So kind of in the fans' views, AK's miles ahead of um, Cabano, who seems to be well out the pecking order, and then, and then he brings him on. Um, so I thought that was a bit strange. I've, I really like Cabano. Um, I don't think he's been given a, enough of a chance, to be honest. Um, I agree. He's also quite direct, and he can beat players, and he can do some brilliant things. And he, he scores, he, well, last season especially, he scored some important goals. Um, I, I can't really see the thinking how Cabano's over jumped other than maybe that it's too big a game but then losing to Sunderland at home when we needed to win for auto that wasn't a small a small game so um he trusted him then with the subs I mean earlier I think the period you're saying we should have brought someone on was possibly when we played the best we had all game so if Slav saw something he thought was working then I can possibly see why he delayed it but I think making two subs at once I've changed my mind since we spoke about this briefly earlier because that's yeah I thought bah, maybe bring one and then another and if he'd done that earlier that might might have been good but Aite had kind of and Seth wasn't working Aite ran himself into the ground is probably the wrong, wrong way to say but you know he was he probably didn't have quite had the speed of foot he did in the first first half and also I suppose taking both off and I think um, Matt's right there the Norwood Norwood subs just because um you know. Steph show is important to us. So. I, I can see, you know, the yellow. We've got to get Johansson off. Uh, we got to make sure he's capable to play in the next game. But I still wouldn't have mind in the 60, 65th minute. Let's change this up. Let's bring in AK, get him out on the right. Then we look at the 70, 75th minute. Let's bring in whoever we, he thinks is going to be the best one to take over for Session and just change the energy and the dynamics of the game, you know. Sessian obviously was getting pickpocketed every time he got the ball by that defender. He, he wasn't able to do it today. And that's sad, you know, because I think he's got a lot of strength and he's got a lot of skill. It just wasn't his day. Just like Mitro. I thought Mitro had a decent game. It wasn't his day. He gets the ball under his feet. He couldn't get it out from under his feet. Another I day, I, that could have been goals. Definitely. I think with... um. I think actually in hindsight, I'm, I'm probably going to agree with you again now. <laughs> I think maybe stagger the subs. And I, so I, I make good support. points, I'm, see? I bring up well, good points. You make a lot of them, so you, just by sheer numbers, one or two are going to make them up. <laughs> um, but no, I think um, the thing with Cess is he's a bit of, you know, he just, 
it takes Seth one chance and he scores. So he's all, oh, yeah. he's always a handy player to have on the box. He's the bloke oh, who yeah. gets the rebound first. He's, so, you know, I'm kind of loath to replace him because you know he's got that in his locker. Um, and his, his limitations, although the world is, is always to frustrate me a bit because I just want him to be everything and, um, you, you know, the greatest player ever. But hopefully it will come. But, you know, he's not the finished article yet. But that's, I think, the reason why Seth has played as many minutes as he has, to be honest. And I want AK must be thinking, what have I got to do really to to get a chance here? Because um, I would have kind of put money on him being used today, especially if we're behind. Okay, Matt, I'm going to kind of start wrapping this up because I don't want to get this too long. I want to get your thoughts on a what would you do for the lineup for the next game? Would you bench Cess Cessian and start somebody else? B, would you tell the players to do something different that they're not doing right now? So think about what's the starting lineup. Do you change anything, especially with Sess or, you know, even Tom? Uh, who knows? And the other thing is, what is that key thing that you would tell the team? Okay, this is what I want to see different in this game. I know I mentioned earlier uh, that I would be tempted to drop Sessignon. I don't think I'd do it. I don't think... As much as I like Cabano, I I can't think of a game where he's had an impact from the start. Um, so I probably wouldn't. Again, Ayite, Piazon, Kamara. Ah, I mean, what's really to pick between them? You know, it's it's probably the weak spot. So let, let, let's give Piazon a go and see what he wants. He's more capable, I think, of unlocking tight areas, which I think we needed. Kenny, God, he's he's... he's Starting to annoy me a bit. I mean, there's that that bit in the second half, you know, where he seems the camera's focusing on it, where he was. I know exactly. Hair, what you know, <laughs> it's kind of. I don't want that to be how how we're defined, you know, with loads of style. But in the end, you know, we lose our bottle because I they deserve so much more than that. So I I would I think Piazza and Aite leave the rest the same. Um, I've got my doubts about Adoy at centre back. But he has been involved with this run, so stick with him. I'd want to see if I was Slav, I'd be saying to Kenny, get in the hole. Don't sit in front of the defenders. Sit Play more as a number ten, and see what you can do. Unlock him because he's got the pass, the passing to do that. So, John, same thing. What would you do for the lineup? Who would you kind of change or start over differently? And what's that one thing? You're going to the team and you're saying, this is what I want to see different. Okay. I, look, we've got nothing to lose, have we? I want, I'm going to keep Sess on. Um, he does, he's also, he's played at left back, so he's not, you know, he gives us some defensive cover. I'm going to stick um, Kamara on the right. Um, my, you know, tell him just to be direct, really. I want him to um, attack players and run at them with, with pace, you know, with, with a head start. And I would say, similar to a lot of the players, you know, we can't move their players about if they're not moving. So you need to engage their defenders. You need to move them about by kind of taking them on, not by standing 10 yards away. So I want to kind of engage them or make, make their defenders actually defend against you rather than just defend the space. And, and hopefully that will create pockets of space that we can, you know, we can, um, we can, we can exploit. I think we need Kearney. And Johansson to get closer to Mitro, if not um, Kamara, you know we we can we can do that. Fred is 
the more attacking of our wing backs. So having AK on the right, even if it's not his, you know, where he played all his career, I think he played in France like as a winger as well, like a wing forward. So um, probably not all that foreign to him. And uh, we just need to, we need to, when they're not set, we need to exploit them. We just, we just almost like blow a whistle and say time out, get in your place, and we'll we'll, we'll start passing it about again. You know, strike while the iron's hot. We we really need to to be ruthless and if we lose the ball but it's a kind of you know if it, if it comes off then we're in then try that a bit more and shoot Kearney to score a hat-trick from the outside of the ball <laughs> right. it, it, it's funny looking at the game today look, we weren't brilliant it was very frustrating but if K-Max's goal shot had gone in if Kearney shot had gone in and if Aite had done that then we're 3-1 th- up I mean they had chances so it's, uh, it's fine margins and we wouldn't be frustrated it would have been you know a great result so it is easy to criticise, um, but like we, you know, I'm going. I'm so I'm still very frustrated about the results. Oh, so I know, I know, and and I gotta say, you know, you you both make some really good points that I want to pick up on, and I'm going to try and and wrap this up. For me, the starting eleven is not AK, but Payas on instead. Okay, and I just want his pace, and I want uh, his little fast feet. And I want people to start feeding off that. I want the players to start moving more, start making more positive runs, and less just sitting and waiting for the ball to be passed around. Okay, so that's my one thing: is I want to see more movement out of the guys. I want to see AK brought on earlier to kind of change the game up if we're not getting anything done, and given more minutes to help do something. I agree with you. I want Tom to play more as a number ten, get in the slot and start feeding off of, of Metro, okay? Little balls back and forth, or even Johansson. We've seen him do it. Let him get in there and do work his magic, okay? The third thing that I really want to see, I want to start seeing Johansson, Tom, K-Mac. I want to start seeing them taking more shots outside of the box, trying, and allowing Metro, Session, and different ones to be able to crash the box and score a goal if it gets floundered by the, the keeper he spills it maybe we get somebody in there you know and we get that that goal that you know it's a garbage goal maybe but we picked up a goal so those are my three things is there anything you guys would like to add before we wrap this up john you want to add anything um no no I, only it's really interesting that all three of us have kind of made a different change which shows how it's obviously it's probably not that easy to be a manager and um just for the fans to keep their heads up, you know, we've 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 got every chance of of doing this still, and they need us. So let's um let's make some noise and and back them until till the very last minute. I agree, uh, Matt. I gotta ask. Okay, I know we all said different changes as far as our starting lineup, but don't you think that just shows how strong the bench actually is for us this season? Yeah, it's a great bench. It's just it seems to be the options that we've got. Like on the right wing, um, none of them are quite there for me. Uh, so is, is it a weak? Is it a weak bench then? Is that the problem? Uh, it's, it's a good point. Or are they just I mean, all the same kind of style? We don't have that one player that really sticks out and really has made that his position. I think yeah, they're I mean, different styles, but but not one. None of them are that great at their style that makes them the first choice. I'm, I'm going to shut up now. But that's the, I think the big problem. If, if one of them was, you know, head and shoulders above the others, it wouldn't matter what style it was. They all have attributes, but none of them are quite there. Yeah. So Matt, your last your last thought then. 
going into next season, I know we shouldn't be talking about next season, but then are, or would you agree that the right side, then that's the one place we've really got to concentrate or the left side, actually the left side, we've really got to concentrate and get somebody in that just takes that spot and makes it theirs. Uh, yeah. Well, well, it would be the right, wouldn't it? Um, yes. And that as well as center back for me. Yeah. Uh, but if we don't go up, we're, you know, we're not going to talk not going to be there. We're going into this next game. We're going to go in strong. We're going to fear nothing and we're going to make this happen. I'm not giving up. We are not going to talk about negativity right now. I know we're all frustrated. We're going to bounce back and we're going to do this. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? We can do this, right? hundred percent. We can do it. Yeah. We're in it. We're still in it. I, we're still in it. Okay. And with that, we're going to wrap up this show. I know everybody's frustrated and whether you're listening tonight or tomorrow morning, we hope you can get that frustration out and gone, bring back some positive thoughts and get the team behind you all the way. So one last time, come on, you whites. Come on, Fulham. Come on, Fulham. There you go. We're going to do this, boys. I know we are. Good night or good morning. We wish you all well.